You cannot understand America without understanding the South. It's the fastest growing, youngest, and most diverse part of the country. And Southerners are changing the music we listen to, the movies we watch, the food we eat, and the stories we share. I'm John Hammontree, host of The Reckon Interview, and each week I sit down and talk with some of the South's most interesting thinkers and creators. We talk about how this place shaped them and how they're reshaping the South. So go ahead and subscribe to The Reckon Interview, available wherever you get your podcasts. For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama, stories from a pandemic. We're going to be there. You know, we may be the last one standing. I hope that's not the case, but we're committed to, to being open. Today we hear from Philip Weaver, owner and founder of Buffalo Phil's, a Tuscaloosa restaurant staple celebrating its 40th anniversary in 2020. Located on the Strip in Tuscaloosa, right on the corner of University Boulevard and Frank Thomas Avenue, Phil's remains a local favorite, especially for the University of Alabama students given its proximity to campus and the fact that they accept dining dollars, a program designed to supplement a student's campus dining needs included in their tuition. The restaurant is best known for their buffalo-style chicken wings. Also the burgers, fingers of fire salads, curly fries, and more. Plus the flat-screen TVs and Crimson Tide memorabilia lining the walls, making it a go-to spot on game days in the fall. Plus a year-round hotspot once students roll into town every August. And with that day fast approaching for UA in 2020, as students re-enter the Tuscaloosa area to get set for what are still scheduled to be in-person classes, Restaurants like Phil's are ready for the business. Just out of college, Philip Weaver opened Wings and Things in 1980 along with his partner and former Alabama football player Bob Baumhauer. Before the pair, who are still friends, split up, and Weaver changed the name to Buffalo Phil's in the early 90s. He then moved to the current location in 1996. For nearly four decades, it's thrived like few have in the area, remaining one of the longest-running restaurants in Tuscaloosa. And even during and after the coronavirus, they have no plans to close. He also owns and manages commercial and rental residential properties with more than 700 beds in the university area. And his son, Philip Jr., has worked closely with him since 2013. I spoke to Philip Weaver about how the restaurant is celebrating the 40th anniversary milestone during a pandemic, what the last few months have been like for the business, and where he sees Buffalo Phil's and Tuscaloosa's overall restaurant culture. Philip Weaver, I've lived in Tuscaloosa my whole life. I'm 65 years old, grew up in Tuscaloosa. I opened the campus party store the end of my freshman year at the other end of campus down near the entrance to Bryce. And then we moved the party store and opened Galette's with the party. When we moved in 76, we opened Galette's and then we opened uh, Wings and Things. Bob Bummer and I did, and we're still good friends. We're talking a lot, especially going through this thing. We opened that at Wings and Things in 1980, about 100 yards from the now Buffalo Fields location. And Bob and I split up in the early 90s. As I understand it, Wings and Things struggled during the first few years. And I know that you were living in a small apartment, driving an old car. You, you, you had to give away free wings to get people to even try the food and I know you didn't even turn a profit a few years in. Yeah, and so how have you reflected on on those humble beginnings, especially as you approach this 40-year mark? 
I think I'm, uh, you know, I had the same thing happen in Galette's. We we had a restaurant in Galette's. We closed after four months and then finally turned it around about eight months in to Galette's and nearly went under there. I think it made me a lot stronger, you know, a lot smarter. And I was just sort of in a survival mode. And if I hadn't been living in real meager kind of means uh, you know, in the cheap apartment and drove an old car, you know, people laughed at, at, laughed at me. And I was working a lot of hours, but uh, somehow the good Lord watched over me and I <laughs> survived. And we've seen so many restaurants and retail stores and other businesses come and go on the strip. There remains Buffalo Phil's now for 40 years and it's in such a competitive industry. Why do you think that your restaurant has endured? I don't know. I think we, you know, you build a business and um, we've built that business and we still have people that were coming in there 35, 40 years ago that came into my old store and, and the loyalty there. And uh, we believe it or not, we're about 60% local. You know, they have trouble getting apart during school, but I think that we've got, I've got good chemistry. I've got a good team in there. I pay my people well. I'm not dependent on that one business. It is, you know, in my heart uh, because I've had it so long. So uh, I'm not in there as much as I used to be. And trying to kick back a little, but I've got a good team in there. So uh, I, I think that's a, probably the chemistry of having good people. How do you celebrate a milestone like this during a pandemic? You know, I, I look at, at it, I, I thought about that. I look at it as uh, the fact that of being thankful and grateful that we're where we are and we've worked hard and we're holding up fairly well. And we've had six or seven restaurants close in the city, probably more coming. I just stay focused on doing what we do and do well. We really worked on keeping people, trying to keep people safe and working on trying to do a good job with our pickup curbside service. You know, the surveys, I don't know if the latest ones reflect this, but the surveys show that 50% of the people still do not want to go in a restaurant. They're still scared. So I think the pickup business, which we, our product lends well to that, is going to be something that's going forward. It's going to be a, a big part of everybody's business. And so just in terms of celebrating, what, what are your plans to, to celebrate? Because, I mean, 40 years, that, that's a big mark. That's, that's, a, that's a big anniversary. Our marketing team came up with the 80s theme since we opened in 1980 to, and uh, came up with that theme. And we've reduced the prices on some beers, and we're going to give away some hats, and we're going to give away some gift cards, and, and just uh, try to get everybody excited about what's going on in these dismal times. I thought it would be good to have some excitement in there, and it's good for my people that work for me, too, to rejuvenate them a little in these tough times. They're having to wear masks, you know, and it's not any fun. Customers are having to wear masks, and so uh, it's just a thing that we're we're trying to do and keep our people safe and put in things that we're having to do now to make the place uh, function well and, and, you know, everybody stays safe. So how has the restaurant done during COVID? I mean, it's an uncertain time for the industry, but I know that the first few weeks were particularly scary for a lot of people. What what were some of the biggest adjustments that Phil's had to make? Well, you know, right right now we had to scale down. We did not, a lot of restaurants decided just to close and, hey, this thing will be better in two months or three months, you know, and they closed and got their PPP money and 
we made a decision that we weren't closing. We were going to stay open and we were going to do our best to get the to-go and pick up orders and expound on that and keep our people working. They didn't want to be at home. They wanted to work. We checked their temperatures every morning when they come in and, and logged that, make sure they hadn't been around anybody that had the virus. And so we stayed open and it, it proved uh, fruitful for us that we kept our team in place, our chemistry in place, and, and also kept our business in place. So we're open seven days a week still, and uh, we don't plan on, we're going to be there. You know, we may be the uh, last one standing. I don't, hope that's not the case, but we're committed to, to being open. So I think that's been a good part of our commitment. What would you say have been some of the biggest challenges you've faced during all of that? Well, obviously keeping keeping your people wearing masks and things like that and, and keeping the morale up. And the bigger thing that's happening is the price of our, some of our food costs have gone crazy with the poultry plants closing and uh, beef plants closing have pushed our prices up and we have had to absorb those costs and we haven't gone up and we're hoping that they come back down and the plants get back open. So that's been a huge challenge, but just striving to keep the place clean and sanitized and that's what we're doing every day. How about right now? What's it like to come in and eat at Phil's today? Great. We've got, you know, six foot separations in there uh, uh, where the tables, you won't have anybody close to you. Customers are required to wear a mask. Workers are required to wear a mask. You know, the customer can take the mask off, obviously, when they sit down to eat. We have to hire a doorman on the weekends if there's a line to keep people outside so we don't have people bumping into people that and keep the six-foot separation. So we're trying to do everything we can to do it right and keep people safe and want to come in there. And so it's it's we're busy. So we got people coming in. And I would imagine the start of the fall semester is always a special time for the restaurant with so many students returning to town and wanting to come back to one of their favorite places. How, how do you see that tradition changing this year at all? It's just that we can't have but 50%. I think the 50% occupancy thing is going to be with us for a while, you know, at least to the first of the year. I don't see it letting up. Or until we get a vaccine or a drug that proves fruitful to, to help people. So that's a challenge there. We're used to being really full. So we'll be having probably have lines out front because uh, we can't have that many people. Could you just speak to sort of like that, again, that annual sort of rite of passage, I guess, for students to come to Buffalo Phil's, right? When they come back to town, what is that What is that first week or so like when they're back in town? Is it a different feeling altogether? Yeah, and a lot of times they have their parents with them, and they want to bring them into the place where they go eat. So uh, that's pretty neat for the parents to come in. And, we, you know, we've got memorabilia on the wall from four years sort of a timeline out there if you really walk around and the things we have on the wall you can't buy at the store they're usually newspaper articles or sports athletes that played here a long time ago and some of them come back in and see their picture on the wall and want to read the articles so people walk around to see things and our timeline goes way back and so we've got something up there for everybody it doesn't matter if they're 85 years old and we've got pictures of things on campus that aren't there anymore that they remember so I think they they enjoy that while they're waiting on their order. Well, yeah, and Phil's is obviously bustling on game days. It's it's a destination for 
fans, especially those who are visiting from out of town and maybe haven't eaten there in a while or want to try it for the first time, how will major changes to the football season impact Buffalo Phil's? You know, I don't know. We're just taking it one day at a time. This virus has got things where it's just everything's week by week. You know, you just don't know what's going to change. Is the infection rate going down? Is it going up? You know, are they close to a vaccine? It's just a common thread throughout the United States. I mean, it's just uh, sort of dismal, but you've you got to try to keep optimism out there. That's what we're trying to do. And, and that's why we're doing this celebration. We're all going to be here. Let's look at the best of it. And we're going to celebrate something. You know, 40 years is a long time. And not many places been open that long at restaurants. There's not many of them out there. There's probably maybe five in Tuscaloosa, maybe, if I was had to guess that have been open that long. So usually something happens. And my son is uh, with me now and he's on board. And so just trying to keep it going. So how many people do you think you've employed during the span of 40 years? A lot in all my businesses. So I, I met a lot of people, you know, right now, at Buffalo, now when we're regularly going in Buffalo Fields, believe it or not, we have 70 employees. A lot of them are part-time. But it always amazes me when a new uh, business comes into town, an industry, and they're going to hire 100 people. They have a huge, big ribbon cutting and all this stuff out there when they don't realize that big restaurants hire a lot of people. And so my last thing for you, with all these people that you've hired over the years and you now working so closely with your son, now as you hit this milestone during a difficult period, I know that you've said that you have no plans to franchise or open additional restaurants. So how do you see Buffalo Phil's, I guess, in the overall landscape of Tuscaloosa's restaurant culture? We just try to keep doing what we're doing. Evidently, it's, it, we're doing something right. So I don't see much change. We change our menu once a year where we may take off one or two items and put on a couple of new items periodically to keep our menu fresh. But uh, I see Buffalo feels that people like it the way it is. You know, we'll try to do a few new things in there to, to keep our customers from getting bored and just keep doing what we're doing and putting out a good product and doing it well. And that's the reason I don't want to open any more restaurants. I can watch over this restaurant and make sure it's done right. Uh, when you open a lot of restaurants, you just get spread out. It's hard to watch them all. So, uh, and it's a lot of stress. And at my age, I don't need any more stress. <laughs> If you or anyone you know is affected by coronavirus and want to share your story, please email bflanagan at al.com. That's B-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N at al.com. For all of our coverage on the outbreak and how it continues to impact Alabama, visit al.com slash coronavirus. If you like the show, please rate us and write a review. Thanks for listening.